0: Hello, I'm Stu Sensei, and welcome to the Stu Sensei English Podcast, the place that helps you unlock your English ability. Let's crack on with the show. Hello, and welcome to the Stu Sensei English podcast with me, Stu Sensei. Today, we have a special guest. We have Lucy from English with Lucy. And today, we are going to be talking about learning English and whether speaking with other learners affects your English level. Let's get into it. Many uh, students obviously want to improve their understanding when speaking to different people. Um, and there's a huge focus, as you mentioned earlier, on the native speaker and the way that a native speaker speaks. Do you think that a student has to speak with native speakers in order to improve their English?
1: Oh, what an interesting question. I mean, it's often the goal, isn't it? Students want to speak to native speakers to test out what they've learned. And I'm actively learning Italian at the moment, and I'm desperate to get over to Italy and have a chat with some locals there. Is it vital? Is it an essential part of learning a language? No, but I think it's a fun part of learning a language. Um, It's not something you have to do, it's something that's nice and fun to do. The reality is, in English, I, I think it's now probably the majority of speakers of English in the world are not native. I don't know the yeah. numbers on it. Yeah, is true. that true? Yes, yeah, well, so there, that's like answer.
0: I think a fifth is native speakers and the rest are not. Well, there's our
1: answer there, isn't it? Um, it's not at all necessary because I guess the majority of people who are going to be speaking English will be speaking to other non native speakers. Um, yeah, I would say see it as a, a fun thing to test out. Um, but not something you necessarily need. And the same goes for native and non-native teachers. I get so frustrated with um, people only wanting native teachers um, when the reality is sometimes it's fantastic to have someone who's been in your shoes and has gone through that language learning process. The best grammar teacher I have ever met in my life was, or is, she's still alive, thankfully. Um, She's um, French and because she went through learning that grammar She's amazing at communicating it to students. And she trained me to teach grammar when I was um, in teacher training. Um, Yeah, nice to have, not need to have.
0: How about other learners? Is talking with other learners, because I I feel sometimes that um, some students have some negative feelings towards speaking with other learners. They're worried about speaking with a person one time will completely change their grammar, uh, will completely change their pronunciation, and things like this. And I've had people say this to me. But do you think that that's such an issue
1: I think that is quite a small-minded approach um and I think you know they need to think you're better than that <laughs> you're not going to be ruined by one conversation with someone who makes a grammar mistake <laughs> you'll be fine um no I think when we learn languages we're always asked to turn to your partner and to discuss with them um it's really good to Share the errors you've made, you're in the same situation. And also see if you in your head can notice um, or pick out the errors that someone else is making. Um, that's a really, obviously don't tell them necessarily unless they ask for it, but it's it's quite a good activity. So you can learn from them. Um, but no, I don't think students need to worry about their English language skills suddenly being taken away from them because they've had a conversation with another learner. I yeah. think conversation clubs, my students, um, I run English courses and they always form conversation clubs and they meet together and they discuss the lesson. And those that do that are the ones that do really well in the course um, because they're taking what they've learned and then putting it into practice and correcting each other. OK,
0: yeah, that makes a lot of sense, because I, I find that kind of like you said, the of, of thinking is misguided, probably is the best word Um and the thing is, some teachers say that actively, they say that you should speak to native speakers to improve you know, your communication skills. But in my opinion, if you limit yourself like that, you've, you struggle with one of the key elements of learning language, which is repetition, you know, and, yes. and a big issue, I think. So um, speaking of other learners, I don't know about you. I've moved parts of the country and I haven't seen a massive difference change in terms of grammar for me. And I lived in two different okay. parts of the country and, you know, it didn't really have that big of an effect, maybe a little bit on pronunciation, but over a long period of time, you know, so um, a cu- at least three, four years, you know, without, because you're not actively as a native speaker, we're not actively thinking about changing our pronunciation necessarily. So um, mm. I think that people are worried that one or two conversations will really affect them. And it, it's really not as bad as that. <laughs> at all. You know? I,
1: I also think you need to pick your battles because I mean, I don't actually know of many situations outside of an English-speaking country where you're going to find a room full of native speakers who are willing to chat with you and correct your English for you for free. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, You've got to be realistic and take the opportunities you can. And if the best opportunity you've got is a room of other English learners or an online classroom full of English learners, if that's the best you can get, then go for it. It's going to have a benefit not a kind of adverse adverse effect
0: so how about in your experience of learning language yourself have you been um key keen on just finding native speakers or do you just try and use the languages whenever you can
1: so my experience learning Spanish was a little bit different because I was living out there and I was surrounded by native speakers uh who were very excited to help me as well it seemed because I think so many of them spend so much of their time in Spain learning English it was quite yeah. fun to see an English person doing the same. Um, I'm now learning Italian and this has been a different experience and one that's been really beneficial to my teaching career because I'm learning from home. Now the thing is with Italian there definitely aren't as many non-native Italian teachers as there are non-native Italian, uh, non-native English teachers of course. Um, and I'm doing, I'm, so I'm doing one-on-one classes with native Italian teacher not because I searched native Italian just because those were my options that's what I went for. Um, I haven't had many opportunities to practice Italian with other learners really because I've been doing one-on-one classes every now and again I meet an Italian person out and about and. The countryside here in the UK, and poor Italian person, <laughs> I I talk to them in Italian. <laughs> yeah, <You attack them. laughs> and announce to them, yeah, definitely. Yeah. What what was the question against you? Um, just just to answer? do with
0: your your experience, so, and whether yeah. you you would actively look for, um, not just natives but also non-natives, just to practice if you wanted to.
1: Yeah, I wonder where I'd find something like that. Maybe on a website like Hello Talk or something. At the mm. moment. I'm quite happy with my 2 hours a week with my tutor um sure. but maybe in the future I might reduce down to 1 hour a week and then try and find a conversation club or something
0: sure okay and then um as you said with your students they have started making conversation groups on their own um and obviously they're trying to practice with other learners to you know apply some of the things they learn in a lesson have you seen have you seen that make a big difference to their language skills
1: yeah so what we do is we give a prompt like mm-hmm. a little worksheet because with students online a lot of if you had all the money in the world you could do so much couldn't you but it's all about finding cost effective ways of carrying on the learning outside of the classroom. 30%. so we create little prompts for them to then take away into their groups that they form themselves this is going to be a key part of our new B1 course that's coming out. And yes, the really the most important thing is those students seem to really stick around. They form part of a community. They really enjoy the learning process. And they've almost got a sort of, uh, what do you call it, um, accountability group where yeah. they know all their friends in the group are gonna be there. They're on their WhatsApp group. They don't feel like going to Conversation Club, but they will because they know their friends are there. And that really keeps them motivated throughout the learning journey that's what's been the the most amazing thing to see
0: okay so that yeah that's a great point they can keep uh, each other motivated throughout the whole process and also they're you know have an option to talk outside of the lessons they're not just waiting for you so that's a really, yeah. really important part yeah?
1: and new questions arise so they'll say things like oh we were talking about this and this made us think of this situation why why doesn't this work here and yeah, it keeps it fresh in their mind as well, because I have a habit of taking an Italian lesson thinking, great, I learnt loads. And then I get to the next one and I realise I haven't gone over anything. I haven't even been thinking about what I yeah, learned in that sure. lesson. Yeah, sure,
0: I have done that many times in Japanese.
1: Yeah, and um, that's that prevents them from doing it.
0: That's it for this episode of the podcast. If you want to find Lucy, you can find her at English with Lucy on pretty much all social media, especially YouTube, Instagram and TikTok. And I hope to see you back on this Podcast soon. Ciao!